Hello, my family. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. My name is Francis Wesso, and today we will be concluding our series, Understanding Timings and Seasons. This episode is entitled, Counting Our Days to Gain Wisdom. In my youth, I thought I wanted wisdom. I wanted to be a wise person, but I was not willing to go out of my way to pursue it. I was immature, and in my lack of maturity, I didn't value it as I should have. But now it is something I consider more valuable than gold, which is what Proverbs 16.16 tells us about wisdom. In the last few weeks, the Lord has been bringing to my mind Psalms 90 verse 12. I've been meditating on it, and since we have been speaking about the timing of God and the seasons of our lives, I would like to share with you what the Lord has put in my heart about it. Let's go to Psalms 90 verse 12. It says, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalms 90 is pretty unique in the sense that it is believed that it was written by Moses. Yes, the same Moses that took the children of Israel out of Egypt. It is the oldest psalm and it is considered a prayer. Here Moses is asking God to help his people realize how short their lives are and how important it is not to waste them. He asks God to help his people count or value their days. So as their days went by, they will gain wisdom. Wisdom was important to Moses. In fact, the last thing Moses did for Joshua, his successor before he died, was to lay hands on him so the spirit of wisdom that resided in him could reside in Joshua. Go with me to Deuteronomy 34.9. It says, Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Every leader needs wisdom, and all of us in one way or another are in leadership. We might not have nations following us, but we have employees, maybe congregations, or family members who depend on our direction, and for that we need wisdom. If you ask me, the best way to invest our lives is to live in search for wisdom. The longer I live, the more I think that the main purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to help us mature, and with maturity of spirit comes wisdom. I used to think that people gain wisdom by just living, and that every older person was wise, but sadly I was wrong. I know many older people who are fools, and I also know some people who are young and very wise. Now, the Bible talks about different kinds of wisdom. There is the spirit of wisdom, the gift of wisdom, there is a secular wisdom, the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gives us for salvation according to 2 Timothy 3.15, and the wisdom we gain by seeking it. This is the wisdom the book of Proverbs talks about, and it is the wisdom I believe Moses was talking about when he wrote Psalms 90. I like the way Charles Stanley defines this type of wisdom. He says that wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective, and to respond according to scriptural principles. Wisdom allows us to see things from God's point of view and to act according to biblical principles. No wonder it is more valuable than gold. It basically helps us avoid trouble. Think about all the benefits that wisdom brought to King Solomon. Because of his wisdom, he was one of the few kings of Israel that lived in total peace. After his death, the country was divided, but during his reign, the kingdom was united. Solomon enjoyed prosperity every day of his life, and his prosperity was not just for him, but also for his people. 
Go with me to Second Chronicles 1.15. It reads, The king made silver and gold as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedars as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Can you imagine a country so rich that silver and gold were so common as stones? Solomon was so rich that he forged shields out of gold. He didn't use them, for he lived in peace, but even his weapons were expensive. He built a majestic temple for God. Once that temple was destroyed, Israel was never able to rebuild the temple with the same splendor that Solomon did. So the wisdom of a person not only benefits that person, but also benefits his family and the people around him or her. Some of you might be thinking that no other human will ever be as wise as Solomon, and you are right. God promised him that no one had been or will ever be as wise as him. But that does not mean that we cannot be wise enough to have the blessings he had. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 4, 6 that as children of God, if we walk in wisdom, we can have peaceful life and protected lives. Go with me to Proverbs 29, 11. And I know I'm reading a lot of scripture, but people of God, we have to go back to reading scriptures. That's what I do what I can to read as much as the Bible as possible in the shortest amount of time. So go with me to Proverbs 29, 11. It says, Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. With the fear and the frustration most people are living nowadays, if we are wise, we can bring peace to the people around us. Recently, I watched a lady lose her temper with a store clerk. The poor clerk was probably tired and, in my opinion, mishandled the whole situation. Instead of calming the enraged customer, she added fuel to her fire. Since we were all stuck waiting for this lady's problems to get solved, I had no other option but to wait until the manager came, and with a couple of phrases, this man was able to calm the lady down. The situation reminded me how a few wise words can disarm infuriated people. Another benefit of wisdom is prosperity. Proverbs 19.8 tells us, the one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. Not every wise person is as rich as Solomon, but they are all prosperous. Remember that prosperity means much more than financial riches. I know people who have all the money they want but live in misery. But the wise love life, and why wouldn't they? They see life from God's perspective. Something else that I consider a great blessing of wisdom is that wise people do not have foolish friends. Proverbs 18.2 tells us that the fools find no pleasure in wisdom, which means that if you are a wise person, fools run from you, which in my book is a blessing. Foolish people attract all kinds of problems. Before I go on, I need to tell you that just as I was wrong thinking that every older person must be wise, Another misconceived idea about wisdom is that all smart and educated people are wise. Sadly, that is not always true. I know many smart, educated people who live unwisely, and I also know people who may not be as smart and might not have a great education, but they are wise and their lives show it. With this, I'm not saying that smart, educated people cannot be wise. I have the pleasure of knowing many of them. I am just saying that sometimes we think that because people are smart or educated that they must be wise, but that is not always the case. So now that we have discussed some of the benefits of wisdom, the question is, 
How do we invest our lives appropriately and gain wisdom? Go with me to James chapter 1 verse 5. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I used to read this verse and thought that to grow in wisdom, all I had to do was to ask God for it. I am not exactly sure how I thought God will give me that wisdom, but I remember asking for it many times. What I didn't know was that indeed God gives us wisdom if we ask for it, but it is up to us to retain it and walk in it, and that, my friends, is not so simple. Did you know that for our bodies to retain iron, they need vitamin C? It's true. Iron is better absorbed with vitamin C. On the other hand, grains and dairy hinder the absorption of iron. So if you are anemic and are taking iron, please do not take it with milk because if you do, you are wasting it. Why am I talking about iron on a podcast about wisdom? Because just like our bodies need vitamin C to absorb iron, we need a few things in order to retain the wisdom God gives us. Go with me to Psalms 111 verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. Here the word of God tells us that in order to have wisdom, we need to respect God. A wise person understands that we are God's creation and he is our creator and therefore we should treat him as such. Before the COVID restrictions started, I visited a church where people were coming into the sanctuary holding sandwiches and Cokes, as if they were going to watch a performance or a movie. Call me old-fashioned, but that bothered me. I'll leave it at that, but please remember, the first step towards wisdom is to respect the Lord. Proverbs 19.20 tells us, Listen to advice and accept instruction, that you may gain wisdom in the future. In order to have wisdom, we need to listen to advice and accept instruction. People of God, sometimes when we are smart, young, and capable, to look for advice or to accept instruction does not come naturally, but wise people always do. They have mentors or people they could seek counsel from. They understand that there are people who know more than them and have more experience than them, and they surround themselves with such people. I always pray for God to send me good mentors, and when I find them, I do my best to value them. Proverbs 11.2 tells us, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. Humility attracts wisdom. Only the fools are prideful. You will never see a wise person who is prideful. One of my heroes in the faith is Pastor Tommy Barnett. The man has changed the lives of millions but he is such a humble man. I want to be like that when I grow up. My family, Christ is the Lord of Lords, but he is our best example of humility and wisdom. But let's move on. Another thing that is crucial to have wisdom is prudence. Proverbs 8:12 tells us, I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. Did you hear that? Wisdom lives with prudence, which means that only the prudent can walk in wisdom. Our Heavenly Father gives us wisdom if we ask for it. We cannot produce it, but to have it, we need to develop prudence. Wisdom is given. 
prudence is not given. It is developed. It comes through our spiritual growth. It requires time. I have a very strong personality, and sadly, prudence was not something I developed in my youth. Some people come to Christ and get delivered from things like alcoholism, promiscuity, or different addictions. But I was saved when I was eight, and those were not my issues. My strongholds were things like impatience, a judgmental heart, and a big mouth that used to speak before I took the time to think. Thank God for the blood of Jesus and for the transformation of the Holy Spirit, who never gives up on us. A few years ago, I was asking God for wisdom, and the Holy Spirit told me I needed to grow in prudence. I obviously had read Proverbs before, but I had never understood the correlation between prudence and wisdom. Since I failed to learn about prudence the easy way, the Lord loved me enough to send me a young woman who pushed all my buttons. At first, I thought she was an assignment of the devil sent to me to destroy my life. But once I got tired of rebuking that assignment and asking God to send her back the way she came from, the Holy Spirit showed me how she was sent to me as a teacher. She was in my life to help me develop prudence. Instead of me reacting every time she did something that drove me crazy, I needed to be prudent and not allow my flesh to get the best of me. It was a hard lesson to learn. Obviously, prudence is not something we developed overnight. It is developed by taking our cross every day and following Jesus. Nevertheless, I now thank God for sending that person to me. It showed me the need I had and it revealed to me that wisdom lives only in a place where prudence also dwells. So if you're asking God for wisdom, please remember that to walk in it, we also need to respect God, to seek understanding, to accept counsel, and to ask the Holy Spirit to help us develop a humble and prudent heart. And I hope that you understand that to do all that, we need the Word of God. The Holy Spirit speaks through the Bible. So if we want to hear His voice, we better read it and hear it. If we invest time doing that, we will bring wisdom to our hearts. I wish I could spend weeks sharing more with you about wisdom and the timing of God. But I pray that this series stirs a hunger in you to study more on the subject. If you have any questions regarding what we have covered, or if you have a prayer request you would like to share with my team and I, please email us at info at globalgraceministries.com. That is info at globalgraceministries.com. It is always a joy to hear from you. If our podcast has blessed you, please help us by promoting it with your family and friends. And please don't miss our next podcast. May God bless you and your family.